Welcome back there guys. This is King and you are once again tuning into another episode of Gang Time. Let's get it. So I wanted to make this one actually a special episode here seeing how this is actually the first full episode that you guys are going to be uh, hearing here from me and I really wanted to discuss something that is going to be referred to a lot in this channel. Okay, so I want you guys really, you know, buckle up, you know, go grab your popcorn, whatever snacks you like, make sure you get your drink, everything like that. And you are about to be taken on a journey into the mind of a gamer and not just any gamer, but, you know, myself, of course. Now, today, the topic is going to be meta. Now, it's actually kind of funny because like I said in the previous kind of intro there, this is going to be one of the things that we are going to discuss and refer to. And you are going to be hearing a lot about meta and what it is or, you know, what is meta or whatever at the time, all that kind of stuff. And I wanted to take a step back and make sure I was addressing exactly what it is, because I feel like it's a term, especially that is heard a lot in the gaming industry. And we as gamers use it a lot overall. But not a lot of people I feel like like people understand the reference to it and people outside of gaming may have I guess you can kind of say like an idea of what it is but I feel like it's one of those things that a lot of people don't actually understand the origin or what it actually is and how it actually works or whatever the case so I wanted to make sure that I was educating my non-gamers you know to bridge the gap for the gamers there all right and then also help out a couple of uh gamers themselves who use this more than likely because you know it's we're gamers guys it's what we do but also to make sure that i was really kind of hitting home and saying hey guys this is this is really kind of broken down as far as what it is how it works and all that so yeah, we're really going to get into it here. Now, before we get into like kind of the origin or the kind of backstory to what meta is, I wanted to take a step first and just just really kind of just just hit it in the teeth here a bit. So essentially, if, if you know a gamer, if you're around a gamer, if you're friends with gamers, you're going to hear this term if they're true gamers. Right. There are a few different types of gamers out there. Like I said before, you know, you have your casuals and you have your we'll call them we'll, we'll, we'll call them hardcore so casuals and hardcore now there's a bunch of little subcategories kind of in between but for the most part that's kind of how it goes right and there's different marketing streams and such like that for each you know you're gonna have people who are gonna you know work hard for one thing that is gonna take a lot of time and effort and energy and more than likely that person is gonna be a hardcore gamer well you have something that a uh, casual gamer will look at that same kind of i guess achievement or accolade or what have you and they're like i'm not wasting my time on that like no like what like absolutely not this is gonna take forever i don't want to do that i don't want to sit here and do this menial uh action or activity or what have you for x amount of time it's just no 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 no, no. i just want to get to the point i want to get through the game i want to do you know just finish this activity just so i can get my rewards and move on that's it that's 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 just kind of what that is now Taking a step back, like I said, and as far as before we dive into the history of Meta and how it became what it is, I really wanted to uh, just start off by just looking at what it is now. Like, what is it today, right? So Meta in and of itself is an acronym. 
M-E-T-A, okay? And what it actually means is actually pretty funny. It actually means most effective tactics available, okay? Meta essentially at this point is just one of those things where like you'll hear people kind of discuss it and it's just like oh this class is meta this weapon is meta this perk or ability is a meta thing and that's literally what it means for a gamer okay now taking it you know kind of a step back here and like i said like we'll, we'll really dive into kind of that meaning here in a bit but meta is defined in the dictionary as coming and being derived from actually a greek prefix or preposition meta which means essentially after or beyond overall now when combined with different english words like metamorphosis or metabolism metabolic when it's combined with those type of things it actually changes how the word works so essentially that's what meta is it's change or some sort of evolution from one thing to the next right now what's interesting is you know kind of fast forward to how it's used in gaming and that's essentially what's what's constantly happening is is these developers they are they create these games they create these perks these characters these abilities these powers and they're constantly in a power struggle teetering with itself right within the game so whenever you hear and this is another term you're going to hear a lot as well on this channel is uh broken right so whenever you hear these kind of terms right they're always going to be referring to something that is an outlier regarding categories right something that is so far ahead or beyond that essentially it makes using anything else or anything else going against it isn't going to be as effective in that kind of area, which goes back to, you know, how meta is used in gaming as far as the META being the acronym for it. But what's just funny about that, though, is it also has to do with a shift in meta as well. So perfect example, when a, when a company creates a, a company like a Bungie, right? Bungie is a, what is a company that, you know, very near and dear to me i've been playing destiny 2 for pretty much actually I've been playing destiny since beginning of destiny 1 to be honest but just take taking a game like that right where they have everything built out and built into the game and they're constantly doing balancing they're constantly doing shift and they're constantly making this that or a third a more viable option for players and the reason for that is because they don't want the game to become stale Right. They don't want people using just one thing. And that's all you see, you know, when you're playing a game. It's actually hilarious because a long time ago, there was actually a weapon in a game known as Gallahorn in, in Destiny 1. The Gallahorn was a rocket launcher that was just absolutely ridiculous, super overpowered and could melt any boss, you know, regardless. Because it was a rocket launcher. You fired it. It would fire that one rocket and it would explode into little tiny rockets that would then track after whatever it was that exploded on so it did a lot of damage significantly and very quickly and there were people who were being incredibly elitist as far as the game is concerned and I, and I say elitist here guys because this was actually a thing you know people were legit saying hey you can't sit with us because you don't have a gallon 
you know, and, and essentially it was ostracizing members of the community who didn't have it. And what was terrible about it is the gun wasn't a guarantee. Like it was a random exotic drop. Exotic drops were, you know, they're really kind of what the game was built on. It's, it's like, you know, this super crazy weapon that has this insane story behind it. The weapon itself is incredibly overpowered. It has perks that other weapons don't have. An armor, same thing, has perks that other armor doesn't have. And it really just helps change how you can play the game overall with just having that exotic. What was so just incredible about it was just how, you know, that actually affected the social aspect of the game so severely. And that's a perfect example of just what meta can do, you know. So you have this thing that's revered, right? And 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 this is something that everyone can relate to. This is not strictly for gamers because you have this thing in whatever industry you're part of. You have that place. You have that chase item, you know, in, in whatever it is that's your hobby and whatever it is that, you know, is your, your passion, right? And that chase item is a signifier it's 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 powerful it's it's that that feeling you get when you put it on or that feeling you get when you have it in your hand is like i've made it right like like i i am now here i am now among the elite of the elite in far as whatever it is that you know i'm being part of here whether you you know are collecting airplanes and gundams or you're collecting watches and rolls royces you know they're always going to be that thing that's just going to be like wow like that is the next tier up right and that is essentially what meta is but here is where it gets interesting with gaming right the meta and and this is also kind of just brings it back full circle to just how it kind of began, right? Like with the whole meta and the whole reason why I brought in the Greek aspect there overall. It's also constantly shifting, right? And like I said, they do that because they want to keep things, you know, kind of fresh and, and you know, make people continue to chase for stuff or whatever the case. But, but the way that games shift meta is very different from how someone who was collecting cars or watches or bags would be, right? It's very, very different as far as that's concerned, right? And how these companies decide to shift their meta is they basically are actively and constantly controlling how they want people to play their games, right? Like, I want the game played this way, so I'm going to make everything else around it obsolete. Right. Or I'm going to give it something specific that only it can get. That's, you know, that's that's a non-exotic perk, but it's not a perk that usually goes on this type of weapon. So essentially that effectively makes that weapon a chase weapon, you know, that effectively makes that armor chase armor that effectively, you know, forces people to say, hey, I want to go and get that thing because. I know that it is going to, you know, give me some sort of edge, right? A uh, couple uh, DLCs back. DLC is short for uh, downloadable content, guys. But either way, a uh, couple DLCs back. I actually, well, I guess it's, it's a little bit more than a couple now. This is actually quite a long time ago now. But either way, <laughs> either way, uh, this was some years back. I actually went and I got a weapon known as 
Izanagi's Burden. Izanagi's Burden, easily the strongest weapon in the game at the time, right? And I actually had a conversation with a friend of mine. We were at work one day. We were talking about it. I was telling him, hey, man, you need to get into Destiny, man. Destiny's awesome. It's fantastic. He's like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I really want to waste my waste my energy and time playing Destiny. I was like, what do you mean waste your energy and time? I don't understand. How, is you, how are you wasting your energy and time? Explain to me. Make my neurons connect to each other to understand in such a way that you would be wasting your time playing this game. And he says, well... From what you've told me, right, there's this weapon that you just got. It's a sniper rifle. I was like, yep, it's a sniper rifle. He says, okay. He says, it has the ability. No other weapon in the game, no other sniper rifle in the game can hit you on the body and kill you, right? I said, yeah. He said, but this one can. I said, yep. And he goes, why would I play a game that I'm starting off behind, like so far behind and going against stuff like that? And you know what I told him? I said, because from a developer standpoint, they're going to look at that as a, hey, you need to go get this because this person is using this against you and it is destroying you. So you, sir, need to make sure you're putting in the proper time going to the proper killing the proper enemies talking to the proper people to make sure that you are receiving this weapon you need it because if you don't have it then we don't know i mean shrug you know and so and his and his whole thing to that was no 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 i'm just not going to play the game I said, no, it doesn't make sense. I said, because in everything that you do, regardless of what it is, there's always going to be someone who's further ahead of you. There's always going to be someone who's better than you. There's always going to be someone who is going to dwarf your capabilities and abilities. Always. Even in like things like the Olympics, where it's supposed to be the elite of the elite, the top of the top. You know, these are masters of the universe. These are the athletes of athletes, Right. There still is probably someone out there, which I mean, I'm sure the ceiling gets a lot lower, but the sure, I'm sure there's someone out there who can run a little faster, who can jump a little higher, maybe a little further, who might be able to stick that landing a little better, but they might not have had the opportunity or the motivation or the overall support to be able to be on that stage to prove themselves. And some people just take themselves out the game. I found it interesting that he said this to me. And this resonated with me so strongly because I came from an era of get good scrub. It's a hilarious little jab we kind of do to gamers uh, to each other overall but it's actually funny because that's where we began to really kind of learn to be how we are as more hardcore gamers right like we're looked at as hardcore gamers because we don't give up after one two or three losses we aren't we aren't we don't just quit just because it's a little difficult because we got slapped around a bit in the round or in a game or whatever it's not we we don't we don't just say oh well that's oh man that game's just too hard for me like we learn 
how to make sure that we are doing the best we can to be better the next time. Now, and that's not to say that this friend of mine wasn't a gamer. He actually is a hardcore gamer in his own right. But, I mean, there are definitely games that, you know, some people will just say, hey, look, that's just not going to be something I want to put my time into. And others will say, yeah, you know, that's just not going to be something that's for me. And that's totally fine. But I just found it interesting that there are so many people out there who have his same mindset. And a lot of these companies, they're so they're trying to focus so hard on getting the casual gamer because they know that's where the initial money is. So this is a conversation that I wanted to make sure I was having because this actually segues into another topic that I wanted to make sure I was bringing up in this podcast here, and that is the pay-to-win system. P-T-W, pay-to-win, the three scariest words that a hardcore gamer could ever hear in their life. And the reason is is because it literally allows for people to not take any time to learn something, not take any time to really put themselves in a place of better understanding regarding the game's mechanics, regarding the game's world and lore, regarding how the different weapons and classes work with one another in tandem. They bypass all of that by simply paying a few extra dollars to the company to say, hey, give me VIP treatment. Now, this is something that I actually find kind of interesting because of course yes hardcore gamers can do this as well and some definitely do you know but essentially it kind of makes you wonder like at what point is something like the pay to win system going to be detrimental and honestly to be honest with you it already has been it already is there have been lawsuits all across the world i mean i know ea got hit with one when star wars first came out because it was an incredibly just just blatant pay to win system and they ended up turning ended up turning into a lawsuit about gambling, actually, because it was forcing kids to pay real money into the game to get things that weren't always guaranteed. But pay-to-win systems are essentially here to stay, and it's a little sad and a little disheartening, you know, but I also understand that times have changed, right? Like, we are now in a brand new era where we're not as privileged, you know, as we were back in the day where... It was just a matter of, hey, I just got this game. You guys see memes about this all over the place, but back in the day when you would get a game, it came with everything. You know, you had all the final missions, you had the bosses, you had all the little things, and everything was programmed onto that disc, onto that cartridge, and there was nothing more that you could get or do. Everything was in there, right? And at some point, a lot of the industry just became lazy. Where they just say, you know what, eh, let's 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 go ahead and we'll release the base game, right? That's what they start calling it, the base game. And I definitely did air quotations there, guys, just now because this was a crazy thing. So they start, oh, we're gonna do, we're gonna send off the base game now, and this base game is gonna come with a day one patch because we have to fix X, Y, or Z things, and we couldn't get them in under deadlines. So day one patch, there you go, right? And then you get to the, you know, you, you get the game, you pay your 60 bucks, you get through to the end. You already had your day one patch and stuff like that. And then they say, oh, hey, by the way, since you pre-ordered it, you now get this other thing that, you know, you may get for free or 
you know, what, I, what have you, to help you start off the game a little better. Okay, nice, awesome. I, you know, I, I wanted to make sure this game was good, and I wanted to, you know, make sure I got in for it first. So, yeah, I should get some day one loot, some day one scratch on my side, right? And that's cool, and that's great, and that's fantastic. But what about that guy who said, hey, I'm going to wait till it comes out, see the reviews, see how it goes, and then I might pick it up. Well, that guy, not only did he miss out on that day one stuff, but now he's going to have to pay for it as well. Right, and he's, he's either going to pay for it with his money or with his frustration because chances are those same people who got that day one thing, they're way further ahead of him. They got better weapons by the time he gets on, and then he's in the same boat as my friend was when he's while well, he's saying, oh, man, these people have these gold and these epic or, you know, legendary weapons and stuff, and, man, I'm just still sitting here with armor that cracks when I walk in it, man. This is crazy. Like, I don't I don't know if I want to take the time and energy to do this. In comes the pay-to-win system. Well, that same individual who waited says, well, you know what? I know I waited, but, hey, I got a few extra dollars. I'm going to throw some money into this game. And all that day one stuff that that other guy just got that he didn't pay any extra for, obsolete. That, that guy now has all the new hotness driving around in a fresh Ferrari with the with the candy-coated paint and the rims that spin. And he's just mowing down everybody. No problems. No issues. He's having the time of his life. Well, the other guy's just like, wait a second. I've just been playing your game. I paid my 60 bucks, and I've been putting a time in on your game. I've been here... You know, I've been showing up to the meetings, you know, I've been making sure I've been grinding and putting in my time and playing day in and day out, getting yelled at by my mom and my girlfriend and, you know, my friends are all playing with me. Like, you know, we're doing this whole thing, but this guy who is just now getting on here has way better stuff than I do. Now, it doesn't necessarily make that person a better player and it doesn't make him a worse player either. But what that does do is that gives him an unfair advantage that he would not have had or shouldn't have gotten because he paid a little bit more money. And this is where meta really comes into play hard and thick. Because now the company says, well, we created this weapon actually this was really big with uh, advanced warfare actually as a call of duty game a couple years back and actually also they did the call well activision they're not won't say activision we'll say treyarch and infinity ward and now sledgehammer they're all very very big on hey we're gonna make this thing we're gonna make it incredibly good incredibly awesome incredibly broken and broken is basically in a tier by itself right so what broken actually is is it's basically this thing comes with instructions and some assembly may need to be required right now what that basically means is that it doesn't exist in the regular aspect of the of things in the game right like it can't fit into any one of these holes that are on this little this little box here Right, so we're gonna have to tear it down so that it could fit into one of these holes. But before it gets torn down, it's going to run through and ransack everything and everybody. And companies do this constantly, especially when they have a pay to win system because it influences people to want to spend money. There is actually 
rumors. This hasn't been something that has been proven as of yet, but this has actually been rumored that there are companies out there who use bots that use a lot of their paid up stuff to, and they release these bots into the world. Now these bots have incredible accuracy, ridiculous aim, and they have just the capabilities of some of the top players in the world and they're an AI. So, you know, they, they just do everything efficiently and players aren't aware that these are AI that are doing these things. You know, they're just playing the game as usual, you know, but these AI will go into this room and they will decimate, dominate, you know, and they'll have all the newest gear and freshest weapons. And they'll do that for like, you know, probably a couple of days or so. And then they take it offline. Right. And the reason why they do this is because they don't want people to catch one of them, of course. But essentially they do this. And then what that does is as a hardcore gamer, you get frustrated. You're like, oh, man. Like, can't believe this guy went out and bought this thing and if he didn't have that one thing i'd beat him every time but since he has that thing i cannot beat this man this is craziness this is blasphemy this shouldn't be happening casual player on the other hand they're they're saying well you know what i'm just not gonna play this game anymore because clearly these people are so much better than me or they're gonna say you know what i need that weapon and hardcore gamers will do the hardcore gamers will do this too i need that weapon I need that. I need that thing. Whatever that thing is, it doesn't have to be a weapon. It could be armor. It could be, you know, a vehicle. It doesn't matter. But I need that thing because that thing is giving this person an edge. That thing is officially part of the meta. That is clearly the most effective tactic available at doing whatever it is that I feel is important in this game. So, with that being said, we as gamers, right, we, we as people need to understand the stock that we put into these different things, right? And, and it's so funny because there's even times where the meta shifts without companies even realizing or trying to, right? Because, you know, there might be a bug in the system where they buffed something and accidentally or inadvertently buffed something else as well. So now they have what's called a clashing meta. They have a meta that they intended to make, something that they said, hey, this is what we're influencing, this is what we're doing, this is the direction we want to go. And then one that was completely unintentional because something else ended up losing its spot in the meta. So usually this is what happens, right? So just to kind of give you guys a full overview, let's just take Call of Duty as an example. Right, so you have pistols, you have assault rifles, tactical rifles, sniper rifles, shotguns. You have all these different weapons, right? And you'll say, you know what? I know assault rifles just caught, or I know submachine guns just caught a nerf, right? As a whole class, submachine guns now do 30, or not 30, uh, that's, that's kind of huge, but they 13% they less damage than they were before. That means for every bullet, I am doing 13% less damage than I was yesterday, right? And assault rifles just got a buff, right? So assault rifles now do 20% more damage than they did before. So it seems like the damage that was lost off of some machine guns went to the assault rifles, right? And, you know, sniper rifles, they end up losing some range. Shotguns lose a little bit of range, we'll say. And pistols weren't touched. Right, And I'm saying pistols weren't touched specifically for a reason here. What would then happen is you would see assault rifles, which was being the intended meta, and pistols, 
being something that people would use. Now, I'm just using this as an example here, guys. And the reason why I'm saying that it would be those two things in specific is because when something doesn't get touched, the company, people are believing that the company is looking at that as either one, a baseline, meaning that that's the thing that they're kind of basing everything off of overall to say, hey, like this is a good place. If this weapon is fine where it is, then we, we know for a fact that everything should be good, right? Or they're basically saying, you know what, this weapon has we don't have enough data on this weapon to really change anything because it wasn't really used a lot so we need to gather more data so we're going to leave it as is whenever they don't touch something that thing then becomes part of the next big meta clash the next big like oh hey these are the two things that are going to go against each other so you're going to see a lot more people running with both they'll be running with assault rifles and pistols and some people might say well you know what i feel like a pistol is just going to be too slow so i'm just going to run with assault rifles and submachine guns because those two things will still be considered the best even though submachine guns just got hit well hey i'm gonna run with a uh, sniper rifle and an, auto, and an assault rifle because an assault rifle is going to be, you know, kind of in a good place or whatever the case is. But you're going to have these different kind of things because people are trying to figure out how everything kind of goes into the meta. And sometimes the meta itself also backfires, which is hilarious when that happens because then you have, you have these things where it's just like, oh, I thought that Ah, we thought that buffing these assault rifles was going to be a plus for us, but in actuality, eh, not so much. Not so much. The submachine guns are still so strong, we have to hit them again. And that's when you hear people talk, oh man, they can't believe they're nerfing this weapon. Nerfing is another one, guys. It's a big, big deal in the, in the game community. Oh, we're nerfing this. Oh, God, why are we nerfing that? Or, oh, they're buffing this. And, oh, why are they buffing that? And it's all a balancing act. Because at the end of the day, they want the game to be in a place where that new guy that hops on does decent enough to where they're excited to play again, but doesn't do well enough against the new stuff to where they feel like they'd want to buy it. And that's a sweet spot for a lot of these companies here. All right, guys. And the reason why I'm telling all of this here is because this is something that I have personally observed regarding the industry and regarding even my own friends, even myself when it comes to gaming and just like, oh yeah, what do I feel is most important? Oh yeah, what do I feel is something that I need to be focusing on regarding this overall? Because you just get to the point where you're just like, oh man, like I, oh, I don't want to go anymore. I just don't want to do anymore regarding this. Like I'd rather just spend a little bit of extra money because that menial thing, I don't want to grind for. I don't want to put in a time and effort to do that because I don't have that much time. I don't feel like putting that much effort in. Like I just want to get this thing done and over with so that I can move on to the stuff that I enjoy that's fun right what's actually interesting is I don't personally have a problem with that I do think that there are some things that shouldn't be pay to win and and that's fine but from like a company standpoint I understand that hey look this is not the company just trying to make money they're also paying the salaries of everyone because think about it right if we were still back in the days Right, where we only bought games from the store and we only played with ourselves in the house. A lot of those companies that used to create games for us, guys, they're gone. You know, because they couldn't keep the overhead going. Funny story. Well, not funny story. Actually, it's a, it's a very good story, actually. Final Fantasy, uh, Squaresoft, before they became this super big titan known as Square Enix. They created either two or three, I can't remember exactly off the top of my head, 
but they created a few games that all flopped right they just didn't do well they just weren't good so they created final fantasy as their last hurrah which was a culmination of a few different things and they threw a lot of ideas into it and stuff and they threw every dollar they had behind it and if that failed we would not have so many amazing things that we have nowadays regarding the things that Square Enix has produced for us, including the entire Final Fantasy series, including the Kingdom Hearts series, like the Hitman. There were so many things we would have missed out on had this company not made it, right? But had they had there been some sort of pay-to-win system or even pay-to-progress or even just pay in general to keep the company afloat, then that's a thing that could have been done. That's a thing that, you know, really would have helped keep them afloat and we still would have gotten all the stuff we got today you know just in much better fashion or form you know so i look at it as a twofold thing like yes as a consumer i get it it's kind of annoying but when you think about it right you pay your initial amount right that's your price of admission into this world into this game doing this thing this is how i'm looking at it nowadays this is your price of admission right you pay your 60 dollars and you can have as much fun as you like with that 60, but you can have so much more fun when you put a little bit extra in, right? Like I know there's gonna be people who disagree with this kind of way of thinking about things because they really want stuff to go back to the way that it was, you know? And to a degree, they're not wrong. I want to get something straight here, too. I don't believe that this should go into every type of game out there. There are definitely some games, like sports games, for a fact. I think that that should be strictly based on skill, how much you build up your character. I think that it's, was it, FIFA, and I think it was 2K. That was another one. Ultimate Team, that was what I was talking about. Ultimate Team was that thing that was just, you, you, you poured so much of yourself into the game to make this team the way that you wanted to make it right like you made sure you made the proper trade you made sure you got the right people you made sure you brought up the right stats you made sure that your character was the star of it all and you put everything into it you played season after season you went from you know being in the league to the d league you went from being on the team to the bench you did all of this stuff to really just fight hard for that just to have somebody say you know what i'm going to pay this company instead so in that type of situation i disagree now taking that same coin and flipping it when it comes to something like earning a weapon right like and Call of Duty has this down. I keep going back to them just because they're the best example of this, guys. <laughs> I mean, they really are, right? Because some of the stuff you buy from them is purely cosmetic. Some of the stuff actually does more damage. So it's just like, they really have the best of both worlds there. But I just find it funny because you can actually legit go ahead and just buy a weapon if you'd like to. Or you can train yourself to get the weapon. And how I, and how you do that? How, how do you do that, King? How do you train yourself to get a weapon? Oh, I'm glad you asked because essentially how it would work is let's say you wanted the new assault rifle, right? And you would need to play 15 games, right, where you get like 10 kills with assault rifles. Right, doesn't matter what map you do it on, doesn't matter how you get the kills with the assault rifle, you could hit people with the gun, you could throw the magazine at them, I don't care. 
as long as that gun is what actually kills the person, then totally fine. And but you have to do it on fifteen. You have to do it fifteen games. Like that's that's a that's a Saturday afternoon, guys. Like fifteen games of Call of Duty, getting getting ten getting uh, ten kills. That's easily like a good maybe like three hours, maybe more, depending on the type of person you are. Right now, for some people, they can do it in maybe two hours or what have you. Especially because. You know, if you're talking about like a team deathmatch, stuff, which is probably the best place to do it, then that seems like the fastest way. Maybe you want to do it in ground war to guarantee you, you get the 10 kills overall. Who knows? But like either way, you're going to spend the time to do that. Or if you're if you feel like your time is more valuable, give us 20 bucks. It's yours. <laughs> like, like it's just hilarious to me and that is the premise though but there are so many people who just say you know what i just want to use this thing right away bump all that you know let's run down and and get this weapon by going into the trenches fight no i want to get this weapon and use it i want to get this weapon and make sure that i'm putting people to shame with it and uh, to be honest even being a hardcore gamer myself i've succumbed to that too i've been like you know what I'm, I'm tired of this. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go ahead and pay. And actually, matter of fact, I'll tell you guys exactly what I I, got, I bought the Street Sweeper. I bought the Street Sweeper. Actually, it's funny. Me and a friend of mine, we both bought the Street Sweeper. Right? Street Sweeper was a shotgun and literally did what it's named after. Right? It, it just swept the room. It was a breaching clear. You went into a room. It was a fully automatic shotgun. Don't, 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 don't. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. Oh, gave me goosebumps. It's awesome. And man, just just having that and not having to work for it felt amazing. But I'm going to give you guys the other side of this, though. A friend of ours didn't do it, and he earned it a little while after we bought it. He really legit was just like, guys, I really like this gun, but actually this other shotgun I was using to get this gun is better. I feel like it's better. Now, that is a perfect example of how we as hardcore gamers kind of go, right? So... And I keep referring to hardcore gamers, guys, because if a casual gamer ever takes the time, effort, and energy to do something like that, they're no longer a casual gamer, right? And even if they are casual to most of the games, they're not casual when it comes to that specific game or activity. They become hardcore for that activity because they want whatever prize, whatever carrot is dangling at the end. And for me, still, like, I still love the Street Sweeper. I know they've hit it a couple times just to kind of change the meta tier up a bit. And just because something leaves the meta initially, guys, doesn't mean it doesn't go back. The games have to come full circle at some point or another. So if something is meta at one point, it will be meta again later down the line. And even if it isn't meta, sometimes it's what's considered off meta, where it's not quite as good as the best thing out there, but... It's not far from it, and it could even fight that best thing. And that's where skill comes into play, and we'll get into skill in a second. But it's actually funny because he was just like, hey, you know, this, this thing feels it feels cool. It feels nice. Like, you know, it's it's nice and relaxing to use it. I'll give you that. He's like, but I feel like with the other gun I was using to get this one, it just became more effective for me. So he actually, even after earning the Street Super, he stayed with his other shotgun. And that's exactly where the skill kind of tier and ceiling kind of comes into play. And I'll get into this one in another podcast a little bit more detailed there, guys. But basically for skill ceiling, and this is what I'm going to leave you guys with here today. With skill, it doesn't necessarily matter what anyone paid for, right? Because in more situations than not, 
you will be able to use your wits and capabilities to overpower or outsmart the other person because you spent enough time doing whatever it is to really understand the ranges of how your weapons work, the abilities of how your car can come around that corner quicker. So basically, when we talk about meta versus skill, we're more so referring to how your capabilities would be in a situation over someone else who doesn't have the same experience overall. So with your own capabilities, right? You yourself have your own limits, right? You have your own ceiling. Now, my ceiling isn't the same as yours, isn't the same as his, isn't the same as hers, isn't the same as the next person after. But what my ceiling allows me to do is to understand in what situation I will be most effective in. Now, I actually actually do research on this there, guys. And doing research doesn't necessarily mean like diving deep into it and really like, you know, taking out a pen and pencil or pen, pen and paper and stuff and like really jot stuff. No, 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 no. Research is just literally like, you know, maybe watching a video or two or maybe going to a couple websites here and there and getting some insight. You guys don't have to go into this whole deep, really in-depth kind of area to really get to. No, no, no. None of that. None of that's really needed. All you need to really do is just have an interest in something and say, you know what? This is something that I want to make sure that I learn about. Right. And that's in anything there, guys. And I want to take this time here because we're coming to the end here. And I want to make sure that I'm letting you all know that it is important to take time for yourselves. You are the hero of your own story. Right. Here in the kingdom, as this is where we are right now, this is king time. This is a game time with King Shock. Wow king time <laughs> that'd be funny anyway this is game time with king shot guys right and i want you all to know that it is always important to make sure that you are taking yourself seriously you're taking yourself first it's a lot with the things that we've been through over these past few years guys and i really wanted to do this here just to make sure that i was just getting another voice out there for gamers specifically because i feel like there aren't too many of us who aren't just sitting there just trying to essentially just play games like a lot of times people don't really take the time out to really just take a step back and say hey let me explain this because i feel like there's not a lot of people who know and i am just so glad that i can be that voice here for you guys overall right and I'm glad that I was able to uh, just kind of segue into that time there because I really wanted to make sure I got that message out there for you guys as well. And I'm going to leave you guys with this. Whether you're a hardcore gamer, a softcore gamer, a menial gamer, or not a gamer, it's always important to understand that we're all different. We all come from different places and different walks of life. And to respect one another, that's big. So, but with that being said there, guys, I'm King. You've been listening to Game Time. for tuning in. Make sure you guys hit that download button. It helps me out so much there. And I do appreciate the love. And definitely, 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 if you haven't already, make sure you hit that follow. Make sure you hit that subscribe. And we're, we're going to be doing this every week there, guys. Sometimes it's going to be just me. Sometimes it's going to be me and friends. But... Definitely make sure you you tune in otherwise to get the lowdown on what's happening there. We do have some great other shows coming up soon. Next week, I got uh, 
good friend of mine on here that's going to be doing an uh, episode with me. It's going to be good. I think you guys will enjoy it. And then a uh, week after that, guys, I'm going to be doing some recap stuff here too. So make sure you guys stay tuned. Some great stuff has happened over the last couple months there. And I wanted to make sure I was bringing it all together and really kind of ironing everything out for everybody who is uninitiated overall. And for the initiated, please come in and make sure you listen as well because you guys will enjoy, I promise. But with that being said, guys, I am King. Thank you all for tuning in. And always remember that everything the light touches is our kingdom. Have a great day there, guys. And yes, 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 that was me. See you guys in the next one.